Welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce and the Director of Greenville Smart. With me today is uh, Deloitte Cole, as always, our producer, uh, Breck Nelson, the Executive Director of Greenville Smart, and our special guest today is Bruce Underbrink from Underbrink Construction. Welcome, Bruce. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Well, we're excited to have you because you're kind of, uh, you know what's going on construction-wise with Greenville Smart, and... Well, you've got sort of the, the background of the whole city, too, in Greenville. You, you've you been here from day one of, of your life, right? Yes, I am. I've been in the same house that I was raised in, so I'm very, very local. I've never been, I've been out of the state, but I, <laughs> but uh, Greenville's always been my home, and I know lots of people here. People know me, and uh, I'm really glad to be involved in this project for uh a lot of reasons, and I've gained a lot more reasons as I've been involved in it and have uh, worked with Breck and uh, have that I have comments from the people and the citizens and that know me and things like that. Yeah, we've done some tours of the building, and, and Bruce has been basically he's one one of our best tour guides when we've taken people through, so that's pretty, pretty nice to have you involved in this. And it's great to have a Greenville business involved in the construction of the building as well but so speaking of your business and being from greenville how did it all start for you in the construction field i started out uh working out of the union hall and uh farming at the same time and then uh, uh it uh i guess it was in uh 79, whenever the prison at Hillsborough was being built, uh, that was my first major job of uh, building all of the uh, uh, resident dorms up there. And that's whenever I realized that, uh, hey, the farming was, kind of went to pot there in the mid-80s and uh, construction was going bigger and I realized I couldn't do both, so I turned it all over into construction and been building ever since. And we've been, uh, you know, I'd say I've done a little work in St. Louis, but uh, mainly it's been within a 60-mile area of, Green, of Greenville. What are some of the other major projects around this area that people would know? We uh, put the uh, put the building, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it now, but at SIUE, okay. and it was, uh, can't say the name of it right off, but uh, it was a $10 million addition. And uh, so it was quite a project, very interesting. Uh, I've done uh, several million dollar jobs off and on up at uh, Lewis and Clark College. And uh, just, you know, a lot of things there, I guess construction's always been interesting to me. It can be a hassle. I mean, it's a- (laughs) We know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of, you know, you wonder some days why do you do it, but the technology, the the, the work, I miss working, but yeah. obviously don't have time to do that, but I go on a job and I see all these new tools, all this innovation that these guys are doing and using, and, and uh, makes it a lot faster than and easier than whenever I was working on the Union Hall and hanging drywall and doing things like that. So as the technology, um, has it made that do you need less hands to do everything now that you did when you first started? I think you still need uh, the the same hands, but I mean, just like I've uh, I hung a lot hung a lot of drywall, so sure. that's what I'm. And I see these guys; they have these automatic 
uh, guns and just a, a, a sheet that uh, strip that screw, yeah, screw, yeah. screw. We used to have to put it on the end of a screw gun <laughs> and screw it in. <laughs> yeah, it's changed a lot. And I mean, even, I don't know, it, I think, well, you can see it just when you go into a building. Just to, Well, I guess dissecting this building, because first we had to dissect it before we built it back up. You can see all the things that have changed. There's been layers of history uh, taking that building apart before it could be uh, put back together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess it, that's kind of a, a little timetable in itself at the uh, Greenville Smart Building uh, with all that's been through that. I mean, they, they even added on the third floor later on, so there was a whole... I don't even know how much time was in between. Five years. Was it, it was only five years? Oh, okay. Yeah. It started out as a two-story building, and five years later, then they added the top floor. And what made me curious about that was I'm walking around, and I'm seeing how uh, steel beams, columns, and everything, yeah. you know, on uh, the floor. And I'm wondering, why is this? And then, you know, start asking the people, and, well... At one time, that was the roof. And oh, then wow. five years later, built on there. But talk about technology, the uh, heating system that's going in there. And uh, this we, we put this in up at uh, Lewis and Clark on a 60-year-old building there. There used to be a girl's dorm. And uh, I think everybody's a little leery of it, you know. But it's proving out because it's like anything that's new. It's got to get out there. But now every person can dial in their own temperature. That is amazing. And uh, it's, you know, not obviously that's what that big crane was up there last 30, <laughs> put it on a roof for so that technology could all come into play. So they're just, I guess that's the reason I like construction because it's always something new out there. There's always new innovative ideas and as well as labor savings, but also in how to do the job and, and make it more comfortable for the people. Yeah, it's always changing, always evolving. That's pretty cool. And so from from the get-go, we well, I guess in the beginning, what do we have to do, Breck? How do we how do we get hooked up with, with Bruce? Well, being new to the area, um, when I came on the scene, the project had already been awarded. It was awarded to, to Bruce's company. And um, I'm just from two hours north of here. I've never heard of... Bruce Underbrink Construction, and I've worked all over the state, and I'm thinking, okay, who are these guys, and are they going to be capable? I had all these questions in my mind, uh, and I met Bruce, Darren, Brian on the crew there running the job site, um, and all my questions were put at ease. Um, these guys have been rock stars on this project. It, there's, been no, there's been no stopping. No. Uh, we did a lot of this. We had our contracts, but there's 100. 27-year-old building, something like that, all kinds of issues, structural oh, sure. issues, abatement issues, electric, you, you name it, and boy, these guys were great to work with. We did some things on a handshake just to keep the project moving <laughs> while the paperwork was catching up. Uh, that's rare these days, but uh, that's just kind of the relationship we've that's, had. That's the way that the, the, the job I mentioned up at Godfrey, we had to do that same thing. Yeah. And uh, what, what you said, that's where you're trusting each other. That's where you say, okay, Brack, if that's what you want to do, we'll do it. We'll send you the bill later, yep. stuff like that, you know. And uh, and mentioned about knowing us, you came into the office. And uh, <laughs> what did we talk, an hour, Darren oh, and I, I with you? I, yeah, but uh, you walked out of the door, and I think I said it first, about a minute later, I said, that's the guy I think we need on this project, and I think yep. we feel very fortunate to have his experience and uh, 
uh, input, and it's turned out true. I yeah. mean, you, you've both been a two-way street there for sure. You've been a great person to work with. Like I say, the uh, handshake deal. Why? It's done. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you the bill. No, no that, that's that's great. Now, have we paid you? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's going well. So, Bruce, I have a question for you though. On this project, this 127-year-old building that we're working on. Um, how has it differed from some of your other projects? I mean, challenges, you know, I know we've had a, some extensive change orders. Um, I was just kind of curious how it's compared to some of, the, some of your past projects. Truthfully, uh, I guess truthfully, it seems like I get involved in these. Uh, the, the worst was Manny Jackson down at Edwardsville. I mean, we had to take the entire roof off. We had to uh, brace the walls outside so they wouldn't fall in. Uh, it, it's like it's impossible to do this, but it, it got done, and it's a very good job and everything. And the other one would have been well, there's two up to our Lois and Clark that uh, one I just mentioned with the new heating system and going in it. That was a 60 year old building that tore out, and, and you run into these problems, and such as the one of the items there you talk about change orders opened up the wall, and uh, all of the cast iron uh, plumbing. And everything in the sewage lines was about rotted out. So, you know, we got to put all the plastic. And then the one that I was really, <laughs> I'd never done one of these. I uh, won the contract for a $3 million job renovating three floors at, uh, uh, the, the, at I forget the name of that building, but anyway, three floors in 10 weeks. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, we had all real good subcontractors, and uh, obviously I don't know how long it takes an electrician or a plumber to do this or do that. I said, how am I going to make a schedule? So I got my idea. I put down just uh, uh, a road map, I called it. This is wherever you have to have this done. You have to have the rough in. You have to do this. You have to do that. Meeting every week. And again, we had a very good uh, on-site person from the architect. And... Uh, a lot of handshake <laughs> deals <Yeah>. was made, <laughs> and uh, it, it got done, and uh, it was just really amazing. So uh, I've learned out of that that uh, don't be afraid of those kind of jobs. Make sure your subs are good subs, good people to work with, people you know. And again, look for that person that's going to be on the job site day to day with you. And that's what I think Stim, whenever you and Darren came down and visited us, <laughs> we knew we needed a guy like you. <laughs> no, no it's, it's been fun. And, and the subs that you've had um, on the job sites, every one of them has been doing a great job. You know, it's typical issues because they get busy too and, and things. But, uh, you know, you've accommodated our schedule, opening up early for their homecoming on at least the first floor. And, you know, and we trade it off. We're opening a little bit later on some of the other floors. And, and you guys are really... Um, great to work with on that as well and you mentioned the whole heating system uh, that's amazing but that's just part of the tech that's going into the building other than all the other internet access and uh, uh, esports we have it's just been a, a challenge but you guys have stepped up to the plate and walked us through with everything um, one of the cool things that i remember on this project is when we discovered those cast iron columns uh, underneath the, that old ugly tile in the front uh, and today, uh, just if listeners are hearing this, you need to drive by the building because Underbrink is um, putting a new facade on. We're calling that a new, uh, a modern 1897 look. 
You know? <laughs> um, what are some of the other new products that you've used? Like we're using those Fipon now cornice pieces that got. Well, I'd like to address your uh, cast iron columns. Uh, I'm very proud of Greenville now that this has been opened up and what do we open up about three or four of them. And you got to look around town and uh, it's amazing how they're back in what 18 whatever they built those and uh, there are two companies. I went around and saw the others. I don't know, one company furnished all of them from St. Louis. There is two different castings and names on them. And I think that is something that uh, that that you guys have recognized and said, hey, we want to keep this. Oh, yeah. It's part of Greenville. It's part of the history. It's part of what the, it should be. And I really appreciate that. And then, as you mentioned, we're putting up these, uh, whatever you call them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, dental, uh, dental blocks, I think, is the right term. Oh, wow. I'm anxious to see them, too, as I noticed they were just being put up as we go yeah, down. Yeah, we're heading up there after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But it, uh, we were uh, pleased with it whenever we got it. Uh, we was wondering, you know, and in fact, uh, I think, I'm talking against anybody, I think Brian might have been a little more critical of it than anybody. But uh, we've got it all installed and everything, and he thinks it's great. He says, this is worth $14,000. <laughs> it's kind of funny because, you know, the columns, 100-year-old building, the columns aren't exactly plumb anymore. And we're yes. putting in this big removable window that has to open up and close so it it'll open completely across the front of the building to um uh, open it out to a future outside patio and uh, brian did such a good job we can open that with almost one hand oh that's great i mean it's it's phenomenal to get that into a not a square opening you know to, to make that work correctly well in addition to that the architect would not let us uh penetrate that cast iron for cracking or breaking it and Everything is, is glued and shored, so this door, you know, is something that can't have anything that's going to move, and it's got little drain tubes out the bottom to drain oh, yes. any moisture and water from the and whatever might be there, you know, so it's a very, very intricate uh, installation. You know, and that's just the front. There's another area in the building that people really won't see that much, um, but it's that new back stairway that was put in. You know, we have floors of different heights, um, different, not all level, um, you know, again, old building. And you guys are able to frame and put this four-story staircase in this old building. Um, I don't know how you figured that one out. We don't either. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was figured out as you go. The, 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 we were running uh, Charter Man, so we uh, uh, called Union Hall and gave us this guy's name and everything, and we talked to him. and. And uh, stairs is the big issue. You know how to build stairs. Sure, they started talking about how many he's done and this and that. So, well, good, you know, come and help us. And uh, they're built, the, the horses are uh, built of LVLs, and that's mm -hmm. expensive lumber. And he's up there cutting all of the stair horses because it's all was measured out, you know, where the landings are at. You already knew that. Right. And I told him, I sure hope you're right, because if you're wrong, you're wasting a lot of material. <laughs> every bit of it was cut out by him, and every bit of it went together, and I not had to remake anything. That's amazing. And I think it's pretty amazing yeah. that, that we happened to run into a guy that had that much stair knowledge to be able to here land, land at this elevation, this and this and here, cut all them horses in between, you know, and they just fit. You know, I remember from just 
my grandpa years ago actually hand cutting a lot of that stuff. You talk about the modern, you know, the old hand saws and, and watching yeah. that done. It's almost a lost art today uh, to do that. But I remember being there one day, seeing the big hole in the building through all the floors, and then coming back literally almost a week and a half later, maybe two weeks, and we had a stairway that we could just literally almost run up and down. It's it's done so well. Those stairs, the new ones, uh, walk better than the old existing ones going up to that second floor. Yeah, yeah they're sturdy. Well, I want to ask this to both of you guys, um, in your opinion. What has been the biggest challenge, construction-wise, or, or the biggest surprise for the, with this building? Because I know there have been a lot of surprises. <laughs> so, Brett, let's start with you. What, what do you think was the biggest unfortunate surprise, but it's well, the, the Probably the biggest surprise I had is when we went up. So this is a, a three-story building, not counting the basement. But each story is like 14 feet. So it's really more closer to like a four-story building in height. But we went up to the lift to the very top with the brick mason and, and Brian, the project manager, and we were looking at the north wall. And the brick mason grabbed the wall and says, watch this. And you could push, and the whole wall moved like a wave. It, for probably the last 50 years, the only thing holding the top four feet of that wall, which is holding the roof up, was gravity. Oh I mean, the gosh. mortar was gone because the water had leaked into the wall. And uh, so that was a, a real eye-opener. I remember being on that lift telling the brick mason quit pushing on that wall before you take a whole building down you know and and uh but we were able to pull those brick down and rebuild that wall um, without taking the roof off and doing everything but that was probably um my biggest surprise on the project because it was one of those hidden structural issues that had to be dealt with uh, but i will say this because of the sub that unterbrink had um that was done very economical uh, it was, I thought it was almost a deal breaker, but it, he, they came in, they repaired it very quickly. Uh, they came up with their own way to do it, which the structural engineer approved. Um, and uh, it turned out beautiful. Um, it, it was, for, for me, that was the biggest surprise. What about you, Bruce? Well, to kind of continue on his comment there, uh, we worked with Drew at Roofing because they was going to do the roof. Mm -hmm. And there was a big issue there about uh, maintaining the building in the dry and it was kind of like conflicting with us and 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 with with, with Dan to do it and so we came up with that idea why don't we just take our money for this and make a deal with Dan and you do it all and oh, it worked okay. out real yeah. good oh, and that's he great. could work as he wanted and it wasn't anybody scheduling back and forth or anything like that but the thing that kind of I don't know if it's a surprise I think it's uh, kind of different to uh, there's a the elevator stops at Joe's Pizza, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, we did not know. Uh, I don't think we even. I don't know. Maybe we did know as Joe was having an opening. I don't know. But anyway, uh, whenever we cut through the the uh, floor and then and the wall and everything, there's a flip difference in the in the uh, floors. Yep. And so now I think it's going to be a real short ride if you're on third floor and you want to go to Joe's Pizza. It's going to move a foot. Yeah, there, 12 there inches is what it's going to move. Are we going to have a, a 2A and a 2B? We are now. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little bit like a step or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, it, but it works out. The elevator has the capability, and uh, it'll. Um, so if you're on that second floor on our side and you want to go to Joe's, you got to go back in, go up 12 inches, and then go, back <laughs> and go up on their side. But uh, it'll work. 
it hasn't worked yet. We haven't. It's not operating very close, but uh, I think it's it's set up to work well. I didn't. I was kind of afraid that the elevator people couldn't do it. But again, I think that comes into technology. I bet ten years ago they wouldn't be able to move twelve inches. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. It's, it's all changed. It's all amazing. Uh, so let's talk um, about expectation. We talked about mentioned this earlier. First floor. Um, we're, well, we're looking at opening the first floor to the public during our Panther Palooza, which is October 18th. I believe it's going to be open from 5 p.m. to midnight. Something like something that. Something like that are the hours. Uh, you'll be able to come sample the food on the restaurant that's going to be there on the first floor. You'll be able to see some of the technology in the building with the video walls and, and just a lot of things happening there. Um then we will, uh, after the 18th, we're going to shut down for about two weeks to finish our punch list items on that first floor. And then hopefully we'll be open up uh, the beginning of November, the first floor, with the remaining of the building opening in January. Uh, again, there's some details we're working out, probably some more handshake deals, but uh, we'll get some things done. I have confidence in, that Unterbrink Construction can do this. <laughs> well, I, I, you might get tired of me hearing it, but... Uh... Yes, you got to have it. You're going to do a job like this. You've got to have a guy like Breck on board. You've yeah. got to have somebody that's knowledgeable and somebody that you can trust. And uh, the uh, what say that three million dollar job in ten weeks up to <laughs> Godfrey, <laughs> but it worked out great for those reasons. Yeah, Elaine, I'll confess this to you. I, I think I've done it. Probably the biggest surprise is how I bluffed my way through a lot of this, <laughs> thinking they knew what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, well, that well, sounds good. Let's go for it. Well, you know? you've got us all fooled too. So <laughs> yeah. just keep it up. No. Um, what I what I you know I see talking to the two of you, and I've gotten to know uh, Bruce and Brian and, and Darren a little bit as well, and then knowing Breck, and I talk about I brag on Breck all the time oh, wow. uh, because you, you know what what was initially one. Uh, higher for uh, Greenville turned into like two or three and thank goodness that uh, Breck was was hired because if you had to just deal with me who knows that building probably would have fallen down by now I wouldn't know I, I mean I don't know what would have happened but um, with his knowledge in construction and your knowledge and the character of both of you which is what is so amazing about the two of you because Greenville Smart is all about character it's about service it's about community and it's about the university and it's about the collaboration and i can't think of two more perfect people to be working together on a project like this because like you said the handshake you could trust it between the two of you you could trust that that agreement and uh you're both uh full of integrity and character and uh and and then again, too, Bruce, you, you are quite a character. So <laughs> I'm learning more and more. I mean, that is, is that a compliment. A compliment? <laughs> you know, did you know Bruce uh, was a race car driver? Yes. And now a pilot? Yes. I mean, a man That's of right. many talents here. You know, uh, I'm, I haven't gone up in the plane with him yet, but <laughs> we'll see. That's pretty exciting. I'd like to mention one thing about the public, though. Uh, we have not had any problems. I mean, we'll block streets without forewarning anything. You know, we need to move equipment around. Uh, just, we've not had any, the only complaint we ever had was the air compressor that was sitting <laughs> out there and go, ah, the noise go up and down. And, and that was the only thing that everybody could say anything about. 
But what's interesting about it, we had all that old plaster that uh, needed to come off the wall. And uh, we're like, who do we get? Uh, Randy Mason, the, he, he was had some eyes, he was going to scrape, but he's going to do this. And we had this company from St. Louis that I'd worked with a lot, and uh, we posed the question to them, how do we get this off of here and, and make it look original brick, you know, the wall, whenever it's finished? Dry ice. They oh, were taking right. that air compressor that everybody <laughs> irritated everyone for about two weeks, and um, they were blowing dry ice on that wall. And what happens, I guess, uh, is that it just instantly freezes it and it falls on the floor as dust. And so, isn't that amazing? We learned something there. Technology, right. whatever you want to say it, because uh, like Randy Mason, the Mason, he'd been all his life doing this. But he didn't, he was going to go scrape it off and do everything like that and blast it with something. But dry ice and boom, she just falls on the floor. That's amazing. We all learned something from that. Yeah, that worked very well. I yes. was I was amazed. I'd seen it work done on metal work, but I'd never seen it done on brick like that. And uh, I was impressed. I mean, you're, you can take the paint off of metal by using the dry ice system? Y you can, yeah. It, it's a little slower than sand, but it doesn't have the mess, so, mm -hmm. which is, it, it just evaporates. That wow. was the big key right there, yeah. no mess. Yeah. I mean, it would just fell down there, you sweep up dust. Yeah, I remember walking into rooms, it'd be about 15 degrees cooler in the room they were blasting <laughs> than it was anywhere else in the building, but uh, at the time it felt good. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, that's amazing. We've seen a lot of amazing uh, things happen with this building. Some. Uh, amazing that the building was still standing um, uh, with some of the things that we found. And then just the amazing technology, the uh, work ethic, your crew has been fantastic. Um, the only time we've ever seen a stoppage is because of something that was beyond your control, whether we were waiting on paperwork or the government to start back up again. Um, sure. But no, they've been wonderful uh, to work with. They've always been very polite to everyone, um, very accommodating when we wanted to bring someone through the building. It's really been a great partnership, I think. Uh, anything else you'd like to, to add to uh, that? I'm ready to, after this one's done, I'm ready to tear in another project. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you'll, you two will be working together again. I'm sure of it. This this guy here has uh, got yeah, yeah, other old buildings in mind. <laughs> like I said, for some reason, I you pose the question, uh, the uh, two jobs there at uh, Godfrey and that Manny Jackson, that was totally impossible you'd think and everything right. got done and now this so i guess uh, our niche is old buildings well, yeah. I, I think yeah. we we've got our eye on a few that that you could maybe uh, tackle <laughs> as well and this has been just uh it's been fantastic and, and and everyone is just waiting on the edge of their seat to see the the, fun, the finished product so it's very exciting i, I am I, and i'll you know we're not done yet we have an outdoor patio area to mm -hmm. go in uh, which will be um hopefully happening yet this fall um a lot of issues there um and now we're looking at maybe bruce doesn't know this but we're going to look at adding solar to the building oh that's um, right and maybe maybe get word of that i don't know but uh, uh just lots of going on will be continual activity to hopefully lift the whole area and and bring more development so guys like bruce can stay busy and i'd have to go. go 60 miles away you can just you know. yeah. It's been amazing to me as uh, as this building's been roughed in and being like you say a four practically a four story building, and the huge conduits coming in and going all the way up because it just gets smaller and smaller. But I mean, it's it's very very interesting to see that. I guess that's why I stay in construction just to see 
what is taking place because I'm, I'm just totally amazed at the size of the service that's coming into that building. Well, there's a, there's a lot of tech in this building to, to support, uh, which has just been, talk about a puzzle to put together. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the conduits and the infrastructure that uh, now we're covering up, but a lot of it stays exposed, but a lot of it is covered. Uh, it's just been amazing how this has come together and as quickly as it has. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm very happy with, with the way it's turning out. Yeah. We've had good cooperation with the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yes. There really has not been any problem other than that air compressor going up and down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have that water geyser. We, you know, the, well, yeah, you know we been a little, yeah, old faithful there for a while. But hey, we got that <laughs> under control too. So, <laughs> well, yeah, you can't have it go too perfectly. Right. Or, you That's know, right. where would the stories be? There, yeah. there wouldn't be any. Well, I want to thank you both for uh, being here today. Thanks, Bruce. See, it was easy, right? It's just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> so, you for asking me. Oh, well, of course. We've been looking forward to this. And uh, maybe when it's all finished and everything, maybe you'll come back again? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you again, Bruce. Thank you, Breck. And thank you, Deloy, for being here. The Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by Underbrink Construction today, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and Greenville University. Thank you, and have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you again next time.